and welcome to another spine-tingling episode of Sequel Pitch. We're up to episode 52, and this week we come up against a terrifying foe. Mm. With me as always, first up, it's a good thing this man doesn't have huge claws, otherwise I'd be greatly when he gets a delicate itch. It's true, Tony B. <laughs> Hello there. I, who needs Hugh Claw? Huge cl- Hugh Claws. Who's Hugh Claws? Ooh, he sounds who nice. Needs, that? Yeah, he does. Um, it's it's um, Santa's Australian actor son. Um, yeah, who needs huge claws when you've got a hangnail and an itchy, itchy scrotum? That could be nasty. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of itchy scrotums. <laughs> Didn't take us long to get there. <laughs> also with me today, it's a good thing this man doesn't ever take off that beautifully sculpted mask, as I dread to think what's underneath. Sandy Henry. <laughs> what? Motherfucker! <laughs> it's you underneath this mask, right? It's a face of you. How about that? How do you feel now? Honestly, I sleep for like two Hello, hours Mandy a night. Henry. I really wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most worryingly, Ross has recently discovered the, abil- in- the ability to become invisible, and he's not with us today, I don't think. <laughs> I would warn all of you to lock your doors, although in truth, it's already too late by the time you're hearing this, so sorry. <laughs> well, for the savvy amongst you, you're probably on the way to working out what the hell we're watching and pitching this week, for those of you yet to suss it, with the continued hype of the latest movie in the franchise, Prey. This week, our pitchers are attempting to avoid being dismembered in a pool of blood and gore as they pitch the latest movie in the Predator movie <laughs> canon, 2018's Jesus. The Predator. They're not upset you, then. <laughs> blood and gore everywhere. You've been warned. Host with the most. <laughs> Host with the most violent tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Delirium kicks in. Very strange moments. <laughs> so as always, before we dive into it, in order to save you time and sometimes the pain of watching a movie, mm-hmm. as this week's host, I'm tasked with delivering a 60-ish second synopsis. Sniper Quinn McKenna is busy killing bad guys when an alien ship bursts through a tear in the sky and crashes. He and his mates find a crashed ship and alien tech. Alien tech that very conveniently saves McKenna from certain death and injures the Predator in the process. The Predator's captured, McKenna posts some alien tech to his family home, and the government get involved. Turns out McKenna's posted the items to a PO box that his son picks up, who in the movie introduce- who the movie introduces so delicately to his autistic <laughs> tendencies with some classic school bullying. In a rather tongue-in-cheek way, young McKenna activates the Predator comms system through heightened intelligence and the suggestion that autism is in fact a step in human evolution. A welcome notion, don't get me wrong, but wrapped in quite an insensitive movie. Old McKenna and some vagabond soldiers, as well as a naughty scientist that steals from laboratories, take on not one but two (laughs) predators. The one that crashed, and a larger, scarier, more deadly alpha predator that is in fact hunting the smaller, helpful predator. It would get confusing, but Big Daddy Predator very quickly murders small one, and we move on. (laughs) <laughs> Summing up, loads die Predators now have dogs Rory becomes an ultimate mini predator By killing, uh, complete with a confirmed kill After wearing the helmet at Halloween It all works out in the end But after a lot more uncomfortable treatment Of women and people with disabilities 
And yeah, don't forget that murder sentient, that sentient murder helmet. <laughs> Ultimately, the, ulti- the, the upgraded predator finally gets killed. The survivors later open cargo that was sent by the helpful predator, and it's actually a predator killer suit that would level the, fra- the playing field against bigger predators. McKenna wants the suit for himself, but is he going to get it, though? The end. <laughs> I, I genuinely oh. feel like that's more than the whole movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made it sound like you made it sound better than the So there we go. Then as well. kick so off. fair play. Well done. I like that. You, you know, the, the you're saying like the predator suits at the end. I just couldn't help but think of like mm. Iron Man. It just I mean, it is Iron the Man same guy that directed Iron Man 3. Um, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was after Clearly Shane uh, Black just wanted well, to do more Iron Man um, films. <laughs> After Iron Man 3, I should say, yeah. I'm, I've got a big problem with the suit, but I'll come back to that more at the end. My kind of first immediate thoughts were just just such a strange kind of take to... A, a strange place to take a Predator movie and a strange direction to what I'm guessing they hope to be a new trilogy, mm. which hasn't hasn't panned yep. out, I'm guessing. I... Um... I don't look. I don't. You loves it. You know Drew. No, 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 no. I, Drew I, can't I, shit on a movie. I He's can too and nuts. I will. I you give it like really three enjoyed the first, <laughs> almost the first three quarters, like the first <laughs> three fifths of this movie. I actually really liked. I thought watching it, I was like, okay, you know what? If you're, if you don't want Predator as a franchise to just be. Predator arrives, hunts humans, and then humans win. This is a smart direction to take it. It's setting up stakes for a larger conflict. It's giving a reason that the Predators are going to be more antagonistic towards Earth and they want to take it for themselves because of global warming and it becoming more suited to their species and they want to live on it. That's all fine. I like Shane Black's movies a lot. I like I think The Nice Guys is one of the most underrated movies of the last 10 years. It's it's a fantastic film. Yes, well done. Yes, very good. Verbal nodding. Verbal yeah, nodding. It, it's it's not a visual medium. They, they so can't, I'm glad they can't that see you, me. I, I should have said Andy's nodding, nodding mm, but you did it yourself, mm. so it's great. But <laughs> my goodness me, the movie shits the bed in in the in the last two fifths <laughs> like it it just absolutely collapses oh, yeah. like you've got you've got such good performers um you've got sterling k brown who is there deliver it like sterling k brown is one of the mm. best actors working today he is absolutely phenomenal i've never seen him in anything and not loved him and he does a great job with shane black's dialogue and then they just Clearly, like, I, I, he was definitely meant to have a fist fight with Quinn at the end of the movie. And they were like, oh, no, that's a bit of an anticlimax after they killed an 11-foot predator. Um, let's uh, let's have him blow his own head off in, like, a two-frame blink-and-you'll-miss-it scene so he's just out of the movie. And, and like, the, the predator which can grow an exoskeleton that stops all bullets and makes it completely fine is eventually brought down buy bullets effectively and conventional explosives and, <laughs> and and then all of that would kind of be okay 
but then you get to the fucking very end and the the predator traitor who is trying to help oh, yeah. humanity has given them one iron man suit <laughs> but it's also it is the shittest looking thing it's spectacularly horrible it's to like look at if iron man and yeah. the wasp suit from the first ant-man film had uh, some weird bastard child in it mm. <laughs> like everything's just points and directions and lenses. i hate like, it yeah. so God much <laughs> this yeah the thing is i think i think it's it's I don't like it because you're basically ma- you're basically making the good guys as uh, you know in quote in, in quote marks or whatever as good as strong as the enemies, even though they've kind of evolved with human <laughs> DNA, which is really funny. Traces of there's lots of different DNA um, in there, isn't there? But there's traces. Uh, of but yeah, you're like you're, yeah, you're they've basically... been fucked up by Arnold Schwarzenegger. As far as the pred- as yeah, far as the Yowcher, as their species name is called, their examples of humanity are fucking yeah. Arnie, Danny Glover, we are, fucking... stacked Adrian Brody. <laughs> like you know what? They think we're all we're all awesome. Jesus, yeah. But don't forget, it's not a bad the, sample uh, to send out to space. From Prey. Yeah, okay. Someone yes. from the 1700s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she still fucked that predator up. Absolutely. Spoilers. Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but no, say so, so, yeah. I don't like that. Basically, they've got the same um, weapons or the same kind of strength as the bad guy. But I also kind of get like it looks like it's like the first <laughs> uh, Iron Man reference here. Let's see how I many we can get in this Shane Black film. Uh, Mark, mm. it's like the Mark One Predator uh, suit. It feels like so we're like he's he, like I don't know why he would bring back the first fucking suit and not well, again not one for like loads, not one for everyone. But like it's like oh we're gonna give you some sort of like. Uh, not advantage, but some way to level well, the don't playing field. These guys the enemy, have been able to not, use this you know, predator not, not equipment the whole movie. Rather miraculously, they just instinctively know how to do everything that these predator weapons and what have you work. So it, it yeah, it's natural yeah. that of course they get a suit at well, the end. Well, it just seems to kind of just go well, on. I, want, I do want to come back first. What we can talk happy. about this. I've got a feeling it's going to turn up lots, <laughs> but I do want to come back <laughs> onto the point that Drew makes and. I want to get yeah. under your <laughs> feelings on, like, this is quite a stacked deck of actors. You know, we've got Boyd Holbrook running mm. it as Quinn, Javante Rhodes, Keegan-Michael Key, Sterling K. Brown, Alfie Allen straight off the back of Game of Thrones, Olivia mm. Munn, Jacob Tremblay, who is fantastic little actor. It's good to see yeah. him in it. Thomas Jane's in it. You know, like, the list goes on. Like, this isn't a small cast. There's a lot of money gone on the actors in this cast. Correct. This is what I was waiting to hear. <laughs> oh, I like them. Oh, wow, Drew. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it, you're giving these characters the good guys, and you're like, these are the characters you're supposed to follow, and they are the good guys because it's like they're going up against the bad guys. But what? they've got no redeemable qualities. I don't like any of them. I've got nothing to relate to. If we're thinking on like a... No! One, I mean, like, I hate the loonies. Like, I, um, they could have been an interesting take or something, but I like, but it's like the main dude. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. He's, he's a fine actor, but I, I just, just don't like his. Right, so Andy has a problem like with the loonies. Character. I mean, they are all designed. Like it feels like they've tried to make them so that they're all anti-heroes, but go on, Drew. I do want to hear what you think on it as well. I, I think Travante Rhodes, Nebraska is really, really, like charming and fun 
Like, yeah, you don't know anything about their inner lives or their hopes yeah. and dreams, but I, I think all of them do. A, a, again, it's Shane Black dialogue, and I think everyone in the cast does a really good job with that kind of quippy. Yeah, we should yeah, just yeah. mention who the loonies are for anyone who, because we didn't mention it in the synopsis, just who the loonies. Basically, they're. Um, I think it's like six six soldiers with dark pasts, kind of like one shot one shot his own um, infantry by mistake or something, and one shot yeah tried to commit suicide. So they're all dark comedy, it's all dark mm. characters and stuff, but just annoying. And I don't know if that was like the shame. I think it might have been the dialogue or like just again maybe nothing, just not a lot of, not a lot for the characters to dive into it in terms of like character to like kind mm. of make a character out of. So like I love my like um, uh, Keegan Michael Keegan, but f in this film I fucking wanted to punch him every time. And I don't. He's trying to be that kind of obviously annoying. You know, he's the he's the funny guy who makes the inappropriate jokes at the inappropriate times, and I get that. But they're not even though, like that kind of good jokes and stuff. And it's just like I, annoying see, characters. I, whole, it it really worked film. for me. I I wish that I could. I I yeah. I just I just don't agree. It's it's really mm. funny, it, it, and obviously it's different strokes for different <laughs> folks. I'm not saying you guys are wrong for it not working for you, but I don't know. I, firstly, this is my first time watching this. I'm I was fully aware of how thoroughly this movie got slated. I was fully aware of the shit Iron Man suit, Predator suit coming in at the end. Oh. I knew basically everything about the movie, but never saw it. And so I might have been coming to this off the back of so many people saying that it's the worst thing that they'd ever experienced. And so I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of it. But yeah, I just, I, I thought that they all did, I thought they all did perfectly well at what they were intended to do, yeah. which is to be a band of oddball people that no one would mm. put any faith in who demonstrate that they have morals and they have courage and, they demonstrate self-sacrifice whilst also doing Shane Black's slightly on the edge of inappropriate, quippy, funny humour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned earlier as well, like, it's it's um, it feels like they're trying to expand and take the, the franchise in a new direction. And I completely get that because you can't basically have a uh, Predator Prey movie every time it's got to be, it has got to be different and I kind of understand what they're going for in the, in the, the expansion they're trying but at the end of the film I was just like this just leads on to the most boring generic sequel ever of just like just it's just man versus alien again and then we've just lost you know we're, we're class said a, a Predator <laughs> was an alien um, ironically um uh, it's just that we've got so many of those and it's just like what else yeah, it's I don't know. We uh, if if we're going in that direction, I think we lose so much about what was like what made the tongue in cheek like maybe f like first one um, that you may as well just start a new franchise, just start a new one. Can I admit as well? Half it was. It took me halfway through this movie uh, to realize this this movie actually had a plot, and it wasn't um, <laughs> the, alien, the the predator just coming back to get his stuff, which I thought would have been a really funny movie. Um, but I was like, oh no, there is, and I know that lot. But yeah, after a while, I was just like, this just yeah, give him stuff back. It, it just seems like he wants that. The movie that definitely does have a pacing issue. There's, there's no question about that. Absolutely no question about that. I, I cannot deny. No, I think a lot of it we we've kind of touched by anyway. Like the, the humor, I, I personally feel like it's the wrong side of the fence a little bit. Um, That's fair. I actually feel that. 
yeah, there's mm. just maybe maybe quoting Deirdre Toby here. Now that I'm a dad, I wonder if I'm just getting more <laughs> sensitive to things. Because I just found that it was just very insensitive quite the way through. Um, you know, that they they yeah. the premise itself, I really like the idea. <laughs> well, of, you know, I like um young McKenna uh you know, we're tackling the sensitive issue of autism mm. and really encouraging it as, you know, equality and not to treat them differently, but just the way, and again, I don't know if it's the writing or the delivery, it just felt insensitive to me all the way through it. And then Olivia Munn is the chief female protagonist here. Like, not only do they treat her terribly pretty much all the way through it, she is just a dick in it as well. Like, her character has no redeemable <laughs> yeah. qualities, in my opinion, either. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> well, funny as well. <laughs> Uh, again, I, I just, don't know. I, I see Drew's point that you know, I, if you can look past some of the language, like some of the characterisms are quite good. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like Con Air, isn't it? It's a bit like Con Air, where you're like, you kind of have to push back and and. And that's, just, that's the thing, like with Con Air, you could push that aside and still have a, a enjoyable movie. For me, anyway, I, mean, yeah, that's I push fair. this aside. I, I've just got, I've just got more I shit, feel like, so having like, had a, a quick look at the IMDb trivia on this, it's interesting. I didn't realise that, I didn't realise Shane Black has Tourette's. And so that's where the, um, that's why they've got the, uh, yeah. the, the Punisher. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, what's his blooming name? I've gone off the page. I. Thomas Jane, Thomas Jane, yeah. that's why yeah. he's got Tourette's. And so whether as the, because this was written by Shane Black and another chap, Fred Decker, um, and like whether he felt like <laughs> the fact that he's neurodivergent gives him a little bit of a pass to kind of mm. to represent people who are on the autism spectrum maybe like i'm i'm completely speculating here but it's also like yeah i i i can absolutely see why it would be slightly over the line there there are a couple of jokes that use the r word we've we've said we're not gonna we're not gonna use that word and it's that it's that thing of the joke it feels like the intent of the joke is to point out that these guys are inappropriate and that it, it's not okay for them to be using that word mm. but it is still getting a laugh out of that word and mm. it's cheap if anything it's just a cheap laugh you could you can maybe do something that could could you could laugh at that situation or something like that but to literally go oh don't call Someone says that oh, his kid's an R or yeah. there's an R word, and then oh, don't say that because his kid, his son's an R word. Like the the main guy's best friend, and he's supposed to be sticking up for him and stuff. So you're like, oh, it's funny because yeah, they're inappropriate, and he told him to not to, but he still. But no, just yeah. cheap. That's just it, a and a like yeah, Shane Black joke, is you know, like uh, very much a a product of the 80s and 90s more than necessarily being a contemporary filmmaker. <laughs> but a, yeah. another point that I wanted to raise is the fact that. Shane Black wrote the original Predator. Like, I I really, really want to know mm. if there were, if there was any pressure to yeah. make changes in post. 
and whether there were any kind of extensive reshoots on this movie because Shane Black is a really, really clever bloke he, and he, he writes did. really clever movies. And the fact that this is yeah. what has come out of it from uh, a dude who is who has who did Iron Man three, which doesn't work for some people, mainly because of the um, Ben Kingsley twist. But I love <laughs> I <laughs> love Iron Man three. I Fucking think it's fantastic twist. the whole way through. The Nice Guys is amazing. Fucking Lethal Weapon. The, first the original Predator. Shane Black has the chops. He really, really does. So what? Just what on yeah. earth happened? What happened? Again, I think it is like like because he he got the Iron Man. He got basically got the same budget Iron Man three got for this one, which he obviously didn't have for Predator one. So he had obviously a lot more money and a lot more toys to play with, but I don't think that kind of um, influenced influenced him at all. I do think it was kind of like he, I want to I want to take the Predator further. But like, what else do you kind of yeah do? So here's the question: How yeah. much do you think taking same, Predators, the, the movie before it, off Earth, influenced what they were going to do this time around? Obviously, they brought it back down to Earth. No pun intended. Um, you think it has to be on Earth? You I feel think, like Predator yeah. movies have to be on Earth? Or it has to be on Earth, or like an Earth kind of. Yeah, that's it. like I don't know. It, it it depends what kind of feel you want to go for the movie. I think it has to be on mm-hmm. Earth, or it has to be some sort of Earth like planet or home, uh, or, or familiar to the main uh, to the main character, say, because you're the if if they're going for like the main characters, the prey in this sort of situation, they need to be like kind of it's I don't know. You could either go they're comfortable, and so it makes the predator, the bad guy, seem more scary, or if you take the if you take someone out of their comfortability and put them in somewhere new, then they're off. That's a bit scary, but it's a different kind of scary. So like someone could hide in their closet and know it's their closet and know exactly like, um, and then kind of have a look through the people or, um, you know, maybe whatever. But, um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it needs to be for, for the, for a predator prey situation to work really well. I think the prey okay. needs to be what do you in think, some Drew? sort of familiar territory. I kind of said this earlier. I think, that whilst prey prey is very very good and they can get away with making another couple of predator arrives in historical time period and faces off against iconic warriors from that <laughs> period they can probably do another couple of those if they've got a, a, a few more interesting twists to put on it but if this franchise is going to continue and be different from what it has been prior i think that this is a perfectly valid direction for it to go i love the fact that there were scenes that were filmed but not used where the predator killer wasn't going to be an iron man suit Mm. it was going to be potentially either a, a a recast ellen ripley or newt Coming back, having been sent, having been sent wow. back in time what? to be the predator Fuck killer, and like, like, and that's the thing that, that would have been way more oh. Shane Black. Like all of a sudden, that's like, oh my god! If yeah, if, that would have been that would have yeah, been if, if a badass more, like yeah, ripped blonde f- woman walked out of that pod and was like. My name's Rebecca Jordan, but everyone calls me Newt, and she's fucking stacked. And then she says, "They, uh, I." I, I mostly <laughs> kill them at night, mostly, or something like that. 
everyone would lose their fucking Credits. minds. Yes. Whether Ridley Scott was like, absolutely not. Yeah. I'm a grumpy, grumpy old 85 year old man. An alien is mine and I'm going to continue to ruin it my own way. Thank you. Like, <laughs> who knows? It's. Yeah. yeah. But it's a sh- I, I, I really <laughs> think him, I guess, yeah. that I, I understand the criticisms of the dialogue and the characters not being particularly deep. And despite the fact that Shane Black is. Or, or uh, it has Tourette's and so is is neurodivergent in some way. Maybe it's not the. It definitely it hands down. It's just not. It's not appropriately handled. <laughs> the fact that one of them, no matter how much they say that Rory is incredible and yeah. gifted and wonderful, it's still not handled gently. And so, mm. uh, and then the ending is just absolutely abysmal but that's all right oh yeah so sorry you kind of, sorry you were talking about rory's like rory gets bullied at the start and that's where we kind of get introduced to he, how he's got autism and stuff but they're like bullies but they don't really bully he get, they come in and make some smart ass cheap jokes again about Asper, uh, aspergers they <laughs> literally say i'm joke. hungry for that aspergers and park that's like two th- that south park did that in like 2000 yeah like again it's like you could have like inappropriate, uh, quote unquote, funny jokes, but don't have fucking cheap jokes. That's all we've been done. But they don't even beat I, him up. They don't honestly, push him out. They literally walk over and be like, ha ha, and then walk away. And it's like, what they was didn't the point go as in far that? as beating him up, and that it was well, he, uh, more did... just taunting because, like, no, just because but... it, it felt like they didn't make the obvious choice yeah, at that but point. He... But then this movie doesn't make any obvious choices. But the non-obvious choices mm. they do make don't work for the majority yeah. of people who watch this movie. I get the bullies. The bullies then leave the room and they knock over like yeah. three chess sets and stuff. And then Rory gets up and he puts the chess pieces back in the exact same position. That's the point and stuff. And it's just like you could have just had that. If it, why did you need the bullies if they weren't, weren't going to bully? And then just have uh, just have people mess uh, chess up so chess mm. sets as they leave. Or you got to get people on the side. Little don't bits it, like right? that in the movie where you're just like, yeah. what? <laughs> like the thumb. We haven't talked about the <laughs> oh, thumb yeah. either. Again. So at oh, one... <laughs> someone, someone explain the thumb because it's going to be mad. I laughed. I absolutely laughed. There is one moment the Predator sneaks onto the back of a, a military <laughs> van that is escaping from the base the Predator has ruined and murdered everyone in. And it gets in the back and kills everyone in the back. And the driver's like, hey, guys, is everything okay back there? And the Predator picks up a severed arm and puts it through the, the hole into the cab. And it's doing a thumbs up. And the guy driving just goes, oh, you fucking guys. And... It, all it needed was a was yeah. one you know shot of the predator clocking you know someone, giving a thumbs up as an affirmative, and then it would work better. But whether that was cut or whether they were just yeah. on set that day and were like, "Oh, how how do we we th- th- wouldn't that guy notice a commotion? How do we deal with that?" <laughs> Getting to do a thumbs up with a severed arm and like, yeah, uh, yeah. It reminded me of the fucking Terminator <laughs> smile in the second one, which. I keep forgetting. I think they actually left <laughs> it's that painful. in. Like, like, Things like that. Uh, they kind of go one or two but, ways, aren't they? Uh, it's like, oh, it's no, it's the third uh, yeah. one when he puts on the, the pink sunglasses. Hand. Well, I think when they're trying to go for the like the sunglasses yeah. gag, and you're just like, no, oh no, dear, no. oh dearie, dearie, dear. Yeah. Oh uh, god. What else is there to say? I mean, another reason <laughs> I don't really like the the main guy. Already forgotten his name. Like he 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 says to his son at one point, the difference between soldiers and like murderers or people that kill are murderers like killing, and it's like yeah, that's that's kind of a good way to talk to a, a you know a good way to maybe explain it. 
And then at the end, he just enjoys killing people. And I don't think these bad people deserve to die. They're, a lot of them yeah, obviously are background extras that like him and the do movies just come out and like kind of slash their throats. But we who are have just no idea. We know. We know. Yeah. It. Yeah. Loving it. By the way, loving it. So you're like, you are fucking heartless. Oh, yeah. I say, I could see what this movie was mm. going for. For me, they just fell basically on everything. Fair just, enough. Yeah. Yep. Think we've lost Matt again. There's, um, do you remember the, the death? There's a death where uh, yeah. four army guys in it's a wire. car and the predator shoots. I, I mean, and a this rope. Is... I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's, exactly, what, that's, that's fine. I like that's that. That's, that's another what thing that made me um... quite like this movie was <laughs> that they, and actually, it's interesting mm. that in the IMDb trivia, Shane Black referenced in an interview referenced yeah. Deadpool. And said that one of the reasons he thinks that he was able to get this movie made was mm. because of the success of Deadpool. And you can see, you can really yeah. feel that, um, mm. that energy, that like hyper gory, because it is like the the first dead body of the guy oh, hanging from yeah. the tree who's been half skinned and like his face is ripped open and it's genuinely horrific. Oh. It is, but again, I'm talking to Shane Black here directly. Shane, what were you? What was your choice when you the first dead body that we experience at the hands of a predator is dropped from a tree at the back of the frame, so we don't really see it, and then and it even has it comes down from the tree and has that kind of music. Don't need to see it. But we don't fucking see it. And then he kind of maybe like goes up closer. I can't really remember, but I just remember thinking like he, he again just. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, ah, yeah, it was an interesting. I like the story of an alien maybe coming back. This is the thing. I I, I thought it was oh, an right. independent script that had been bought by Hollywood turned into Predator because I quite like the idea of an alien coming back to Earth. We thinking it's here to maybe invade um, or attack, uh, but it's trying to save us from an invasion from that species and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe this was a comedy <laughs> at first. I could definitely see this kind of being a comedy, and then. Like no, I think you know it came from the mind of of Shane Black. Yeah. It's like the, I, say, I like the story. Yeah, the predator, just, considering it is it here failed, to help humanity, is very happy to murder humanity. Like the the traitor helper one, just like if it yeah. had just it, if it it could have just not <laughs> killed everyone. Like it it wakes up on the table and proceeds to murderize everyone, and then it's like yeah. get. Yeah, give give me my stuff back so I can give it. But I'm the good guy. So you... It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't no, like being tickled. I don't like being tickled. <laughs> yeah, I kick yeah, off I'm, if I'm someone's constant, tickling I, me. Unfortunately, me with like things. tickling my son is <laughs> is one of the things that brings me the most joy in life because his laugh is incredible. But he's now learned to um to tickle me, and I'm hyper ticklish, and I'm very worried that one day I'll reflexively punch him in the face. <laughs> so I I I. I sympathise. Yeah. <laughs> was it in that scene as well when they basically I slam love on the main that. I, and they're like, I should be love impressive. that. Like, it's a fair play. I do, I do, I do <laughs> think that's a, that's like Shane Black going. Actually, yeah, we we didn't like mess yeah. up, but that's uh, and having that Sterling K. Brown have the yeah, line of like, yeah, we know, but we had a vote and and Predator's cooler. <laughs> it, it, isn't that right, guys? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, just yeah. like yeah. Oh, 
maybe but maybe yeah, it's it just because I have <laughs> yeah. the most enormous man crush on Sterling K. Brown, and maybe that's why I like this movie as much as I do. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Well, guys, we could talk about this all evening, and certainly some aspects of this movie, I feel. <laughs> but we, we do have somewhere in our ether, if we all listen close enough, we will hear some distinguished tones of Mr. Ross Harmston. What are Ross's thoughts? Let's find out. Hello, it's me. Yeah, I came out of the bushes to give my review. Here we go. What can I say about this garbage film? Throughout this movie, I was sitting there thinking, why am I not watching Predator 1, 2, or even Predators? The short-lived life of the Predator before he had his head ripped off was not even enough to keep my attention. Let's start with the unlikable characters in this Predator dog turd of a movie. Feels like they're trying to encapsulate the Suicide Squad-esque vibe, but they go too far in making these guys unlikable to the point you cheer when their bodies are dismembered. They also have zero chemistry as well. The jokes also don't land, and when they try and reference the old movies, it seems forced. So let's go on to the story. Apart from the hybrid Predator, there's nothing really new here. Predator kills people, that's literally it. Even with the intro of a new hybrid Predator, it seems like we've seen it before. Not necessarily in this movie franchise, but still feels lazy when you compare it to what they've done with Prey. Uh, apart from the lazy references to the films of the past, it doesn't feel like a Predator movie. And for that reason, I'm going to give it one shot at the same time as your other mate shoots you in the head at the same time out of five, because I know that the guys are going to give it three. So I need to bump this down to it being shit because uh, screw you guys, especially Drew. I'm out of here. So there we go. Thank so you, Ross. We know Drew's Ross, give it wherever you are, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what do we think, boys? Let's go around and get our scores. Then I feel like Ross has certainly set the benchmark. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Drew, go on. I'll come to you first. Just to sum up very quickly, I like, I really genuinely like a lot about this film. We've been reasonably thorough talking about what bits we do or don't like i would also <laughs> like to highlight the um like slightly bizarre score the um the 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 music <laughs> at points has a real like star warsy john williams vibe which which fits the sort of adventure quippy tone they're going for but doesn't fit the like overt blood and gore and horror um just one of many tonal tonally dissonant aspects of this film that I wish were better. However, I like a lot of it. I will go back and watch it again. I, like, wow. I don't know how much I'll enjoy it a second time round, but I will watch again. So I'm going to give it a middle of the road 2.5 out of 5. I wouldn't... Rec that There aren't many people I would recommend this to, so I couldn't <laughs> give it a 3. But 2.5 because there's something in there for some people there we go did get any cool little uh momentous about it but we'll take it oh sorry yeah okay yeah two two point two point five 
lobotomized space dogs that become friendly oh, yeah. after being bolt gunned in the head. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, didn't talk about that, did we? <laughs> that goes into a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Anyway. Andy, over to you. So, yeah, I've slated this movie. The thing is, I, I see what Shane Black was going for. I I just don't think it was executed very well in, in the different ways. Like, there were... There were moments I enjoyed and interactions I enjoyed and certain set pieces I, you know, I enjoyed and stuff. So it's not like a terrible movie. It's just one of those, I think, that, yeah, you either come away like Drew where you're like, I kind of see what he's going for and like it. Or like me, where you're like, it just didn't work because it didn't, maybe it just didn't build up to what I thought um, or just wanted. So I'm going to give it lower. I'm going to give it one and a half brilliant school signs that invites STDs. Come in the building. <laughs> I don't know if anyone picked that up. <laughs> no. Can't There's a school sign outside. There's a school sign outside. I think it's like parents even or something. And it says like parents and STDs welcome. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Wait, hang on. What was your story? 1.5. 1.5. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of with through in some ways. Like the weird bits of this movie, especially with the Predator that I actually quite enjoyed. When it was a Predator movie, I quite enjoyed the movie. It was the bits in between that I was less of a fan of. I think is the way I can sum it up. Um, So, uh, and there's just not enough of the Predator, really. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. If it was a trilogy, it's a good first step to make much better second and third steps when they properly become Predator movies, perhaps. So for that notion, and being Mm. the ever-optimist that I am, I am also going to give it two and a half Severed legs. Oh god, that sounds terrible. Two and a half severed legs out of five. <laughs> Sorry, nettles. I'm guessing you're well hung because that must be the point five. Oh, <laughs> hey, one very good, very. I good. do remember thinking this predator film doesn't have any predators in. <laughs> at one point. And um, and what was Ross's? Uh, and score? Ross was one. a measly one out of yeah. five. A measly one, uh, bringing us in to. Uh, 1.88 out of 5 so wow. uh, a whole 1.1 points ahead of New York Minute um, yes 0.35 ahead of Top Gun oh my goodness me I'll tell you what it's 0.02 ahead of Star Wars Episode 9 The Rise of Skywalker wow, wow. so what does that it's a better say movie. <laughs> there we go Intriguingly, how does it compare to our Conair and our Suicide Squad scores? Because this kind of feels, as we've talked about, a buddy comedy. Buddy, no, buddy action. How does it compare to what? Conair or Suicide Squad? It's better than Conair. Conair, it's uh, 0.5 better than Conair, which got 1.38. Suicide Squad is quite far back, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Suicide Squad is like. Suicide Squad was 1.81, so it has done better than Suicide Squad. There we go. Good to know. <laughs> Thank you for that little bit of tidbits there, there, Mr. Numbers Man. So with that, mm. of course, we've now ripped it apart and done as much damage as we can to this movie, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> it's time yeah. to get your sequels pitched. This week, I think we're going to go in alphabetical order, so we are going to kick it off with Mr. Andy Henry, your title and your blurb. Ooh. Wow. I come with many titles. My uh, yeah, my first suggestion: The Predator Two, Predators versus Man, which is Mir. 
The other one, my next one's a bit, 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 bit longer, but it might work. It's Predators Two. Who's the predator? And who's the prey? And in brackets, predator or prey, but a, a bit long. Um, uh, the next one is called The Predator, which is actually a rom-com about the nervous predator getting ready for a date. Um, I nearly went with that one as my actual pitch because I was so impressed by the title. Um, but my actual title is Predator Two: The Apex Predator. Ooh. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So set eight years into the intergalactic war, the Predators come down and kidnap the world leaders for one final fight to end the war. Um, and I'll start off by saying I don't know if actually it's intergalactic. It might just be interplanetary or whatever, but intergalactic is a good word, so I'm going to use it. <laughs> okay, so we see the world has been brought to its knees by the intergalactic war with the Predators. There's millions of deaths. Uh, people are homeless and starving on the streets. So basically anyone who is over the age of 12 who is able to fight is called, upon the, uh, called up to the war. Oh, yeah, dark times. Uh, we see the government and the army are in a meeting where we learn the humans have kind of learnt from their mistakes and they've learnt about the enemy and have started to make a comeback in the war, but they're not sure how much longer they could last. They're basically low on resources, low on soldiers, low on low on everything. Uh, we see the army getting into their Predator slash Iron Man suits as they walk past and they salute Corporal Lieutenant Dutch Jr. Did I say Dutch Jr.? Yes, I did. Because Dutch's son is leading the fight against the Predators in his own jacked up Predator suit. The Predator suit mask flips open, and yes, it's Arnie. He's back as Dutch Junior. Um, as <laughs> Dutch Junior. Yeah, no, we don't need to, we don't need to go into it. It's fine. Okay. Arnie gets the president and basically the audience up to speed with a recap of the beginning of the war up till now and how the Predators have evolved using dominant genes throughout the galaxy, but they have learned a few more a few of their new weaknesses. Then suddenly on a live on TV there's a live news event and the Predator ships are, are come down and they start abducting world leaders. And there's a big action scene as a few Predators burst in and try and kidnap the president, but Arnie fights them off in the Predator suit. Uh, the mothership then tries to beam up the Predator, but Arnie, who was like somehow either being ripped from his suit or he's just lost his suit, basically. He pushes the President out the way just at the last moment and he's beamed up instead. Uh, on the mothership, Dutch meets the other world leaders and there's a translation message. Uh, uh, on the mothership, Arnie meets the other world leaders and a translation message. Messi uh, fucking message. Can't even say message. <laughs> on the mothership... Arnie meets the other world leaders and a translation message is read out and it says, You have been chosen, out, chosen as the leaders of your people, the best of mankind, to represent them. And it goes on and they say, the, the plan is they'll be dropped onto a random jungle planet, so it's got oxygen so they can breathe. You know, you don't have to come at me during the debate of that bit. Uh, and there fight ten predators. Um, I don't know how many world leaders there are, but there's going to be ten predators. Maybe they're actually ten world leaders and ten predators. That makes a bit more sense. Uh, if the humans win, then the Predators will end the war. But if they lose, the, the planet will be leaderless, uh, implying it will basically be really easy to take over and the war will be over. Certain characters start to freak out, but because um, Arnie and then... No. Certain characters start to freak out because they're shit, uh, but Arnie takes the lead. <laughs> Uh, so Act 2 is kind of a mix between between classic Predator and, uh, and Battle Royale, basically. Uh, we learn more about the other characters. Some are heroes and some are villains. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, as the humans have to work <laughs> together and fight the Predators, as Dutch puts all of the practice that he's learned and the new weaknesses we learn about. Uh, but one by one, the Predators kill off the world leaders until there's only uh, Dutch, Canada and Luxembourg left. 
They injure the last predator who tries to run, but it reveals a door leading out of this like planet, death planet. Oh, it is a big reveal. It's not a jungle planet. It's the predator homeworld. Yeah, it's Truman Show in this one as well. Uh, Arnie and co then walk out the door and overhear the predator leaders. Uh, and they learn the predators have developed a gas bomb that they intend to let off in our atmosphere, choking everyone to death. Uh, we also learn mankind's comeback is uh, comeback in the war is more impressive um, because there's only like a few predators left. There's like twelve predators basically. We've <laughs> we fucked them, but we don't we don't know that basically. We think we're losing and we're actually kind of actually winning. Uh, so Act Three is kind of a a mix between uh, like uh, like well uh, I put alien 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 isolation, which is quite funny, but like still that kind of predator vibe slash a classic Arnie vibe. Um, so they have to like basically take down all the predators and we can either do that quite subtly or basically like an Arnie film. Um, Canada and Luxembourg unfortunately die, but Dutch, uh, finds bombs or has bombs, uh, and he rigs them to go off in like three minutes. He then races and fights his way to a spaceship that's been programmed to fly to earth. And he takes it home as the boss bombs go off and we see all the predators die. And then Arnie thinks he's won, but behind the end credits, we see a ship carrying the last predators, the predator leaders, oh no, <laughs> who escaped the blast. And they follow Arnie in a spaceship carrying the gas bomb. Well, there we go. Okay, thank you very much, Andy. <laughs> Your brain works in such wonderful ways. I love it. Um, I was just like, how can I not make a generic kind of action movie? And I was like, let's just throw in like five different movies. It's fine. <laughs> I, I am I'm here for it in some ways, I must admit. Well, thank you yeah. for bringing back uh, the governor of California. I'm sure well, he's not uh, yeah. anymore, is he? <laughs> yeah, we might be able to get him back then. So my question for you, I've only got one. I'll let. I'm sure Drew will have a couple of things to ask. But my biggest question for you really is: mm. How does this? How is this a sequel to the 2018 movie, The Predator? Because the 2018 was basically the the start of the war, pre-war kind of start of the war, and this does this does follow it. Um, we can have you know in the opening as the army meetings going on, we can maybe like walk past a statue dedicated to. What's his face? Um, cheap Ryan Gosling. Um, but it, it's it follows on from the story. Um, I just I just wanted more enjoyable characters. Okay, so we'll be referencing <laughs> what happened and what. Have yeah, you that's in why that? Arnie okay. when he, Arnie catches when Arnie catches the president and the audience up at the start and goes through the beginning of the war up till now. Here mention again. Don't know his name. He, he was in Logan and he is a good actor. I feel bad, but I don't know his name. <laughs> Um, he mentioned what he's done, I and mean, he he probably died really heroically, giving us some sort of advantage. Um, what about his son? The son will be prominent in the third film because. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love the third film. Oh, Very, just fucking genius! Oh my god! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know how to draw well, them in. Amazing. I don't know if Drew's going to use that in his debate phase or not, but <laughs> we've we've certainly set some uh, set some. Uh, targets up, I think. Anyway, well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> the the um, balls on this guy. Swiftly over <laughs> to Mr. Drew. Toby. Hello there. Uh, so mine is Predator Invasion. I was <clears throat> a little torn between Invasion and Incursion because there's actually a, a Predator book, which I'd which I've been which I listened to the audiobook of um, before we decided to do this movie. Interestingly. Uh, but so I decided I should go for Invasion because it is a it's a a more SEO friendly title. Uh, the blurb is five years after the Predator traitor gave humanity a weapon to fight the coming war, 
the Yaucha, which is what the predator species is actually called, right. are coming to take right. Earth, and it's up to the McKennas to stop them. Oh, McKenna. That was it. So we open in space. Humans have reverse engineered the leftover Yaucha ship and the, the predator suit and have begun to colonize other planets and moons in the solar system, finding resources in asteroids and building defenses against the predator species that will be coming to take Earth. Um, they're listening to Fly Me to the Moon. Um, Fly me to the moon. And they're all kind of laughing and joking and doing Shane Black dialogue. Um, and the you have the ship designed to look like a sort of proto-colonial marines ship. So you tie in the Alien versus Predator. Because I love the fact that now there's an Aliens versus Predator is canon for the a for the predator universe but it's not canon for the alien universe which is just <laughs> spectacular um and so they're they're heading out to a moon of saturn to set up a new base but they get attacked by a predator vessel they they fight back for a bit they get the message out the predators like come onto the ship and start ripping their spines out they get the message out the fleet is coming we go back to earth <clears throat> we get a line about how the awful looking predator suit and they all say like they make you make a joke out of the fact it looked shit um and they they only got one and it was dismantled to try and reverse engineer the tech but they couldn't replicate the power source so they've been able to make weapons out of it but they only sort of have limited uses so the humans aren't just super powered gods who can just destroy predators when they show up the mckenna family are running operations Emily, the mum, is there, but her and Quinn aren't back together, but they work together because she has such a strong bond with her son and she works closely with him. Um, there are a lot of world powers involved in the joint efforts, but they note that a lot of countries haven't helped. They get the alert that the attack is coming. It's sooner than they expected. They need more soldiers. So then the movie basically cuts back and forth between <clears throat> the McKenna's going around the world trying to convince more world leaders to get people to join the fight but as they're traveling they're being hunted by a weird faction of humans and they're using predator tech and they've got the power sources and they can keep using them um and it cuts in between that and different fights on the different outposts of humanity so you get the big epic action scenes of proto space marines fighting predators and getting mowed down and this chase across the world um as the McKennas are traveling and having cool running action scenes and chases, Quinn gets captured by the baddies. And you get the big villain monologue explaining that the Predators sent a message to certain people who would be susceptible, but just read assholes, saying that if they betray humanity, they will get preferential treatment. And you get a bit more exposition about the fact that the Predator world is failing because there's civil war between the advanced Predators who want to take Earth and the ones who think that earth should be left alone and there's environmental disasters and it's all going wrong quinn tells him he should fight him like a man and the main baddie then takes a serum and becomes a predator like hybrid thing and then they have a man-to-man -man fight and quinn is killed he's out of the movie <gasps> so now it's emily and rory they're still running and rory has an idea they can't get people on side people are scared people are saying that they should submit to the predators and maybe they'll let us live blah 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 um, so if they can't get humans to fight, then they need to take away the incentive for the predators to come. And we tie back into the global warming thing. They need to reverse global warming. <laughs> and so as the predators are slaying their way across the solar system, getting uh, getting towards Earth, they get to the final outpost on the moon 
which happens to be perfectly in alignment for the direction they're coming from so they have to fight past the moon first because they do and that's mm-hmm. good um rory and emily go and find dr brackett they find olivia munn and with her biology help and using rory's incredible brain and science and predator and alien tech they re-engineer plankton which is one of the largest sort of things that remove co2 from our atmosphere and they make they read they genetically engineer it to like hyper metabolize co2 and they're being chased by the predator humans they have to get to a big complex to make like to start growing the plankton so they can release it and it can breed and expand and there's a big fight it's really badass but they they do it they send they get it out into the sea and it starts breeding and they broadcast a message to the uicha telling them what they've done and the uicha sort of go oh shit well fuck okay fine we'll back off for now but we're pissed off and that's the movie very nice thank you (laughs) so uh my question for you for this one how so taking the vibe of the of the movie that we've just watched and reviewed how do you approach some of the more sensitive themes of politics and, um, yeah, like the failing earth because Shane Black didn't necessarily approach it the most sensitive way. <laughs> How do you approach it in a way that is honorable to the movie we've watched or do you intentionally not? I'm, I'm making this for people like me who enjoy Shane Black's work. I want to keep, the gore i want to keep the quips in terms of the in terms of the sort of politics of it and and the the people not wanting to fight and not wanting to join up that's a very deliberate commentary on human nature and the fact that no matter how bad the world is apparently getting humans continue to refuse to work together and be nice to each other just for any tiny modicum of time so it is very intentional that that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. and the um the end uh, the the end credit movie is "Fly Me to the Moon." Again. Uh, the end credit song is "Fly Me to the Moon" over the credits. You keep yeah. saying that swing music yeah. in there just to tease me, don't you? you dirty it's just because I was <laughs> listening to Michael Bublé in the car on the on the way home today. That happens. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> uh, uh, no no think, one can escape getting... Bublé. Oh, Matt, we're getting, what's happening? We're, we're, oh, no, yeah, was... not again. Oh. He's back. I can, oh. hear him. I can hear him again. Oh, no, it's Ross. Is that Ross? <laughs> He's come for With us. With a Dinner. pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ross, wherever you are. Just over your shoulders, guys. <laughs> I'm back again. That's right. I came out of hiding to give you Predator to Prey. Yeah. Discount Ryan Gosling learns of the Predator's home world planet. He gets whatever the fucking secret organization are called to use the alien technology to rebuild the spacecraft. He then travels to the planet with another crack team of assholes, but his kid is stowed aboard. They land. They have a cool fight scene with loads of Predators. Insert 15-minute chase scene. Get captured by the Predators. They think that... Uh, his kid's a god and they're going to dissect him to learn all they can and then discount Ryan Gosling escapes, gets the suit back and rescues his kid and they use a bomb or something to blow up the planet. Yeah! The end. And that's all you need to win. See you later. (laughs) 
Ross, but wow. Cooper, you got to start wow. doing that, man. But thank you <laughs> so much for throwing that in there. We've got three pitches to chew our to chew on to chew on. So I'm going to have to take a minute <laughs> just to sit and divulge everything I've heard. I'm just going to give you guys some time to prove that you're the next step in evolution as we hit the debate phase. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> okay, so all right, well done to Ross for bringing the McKennas back in and giving them prominent roles. I love the fact that Ross hates the band of assholes in the first movie and then <laughs> yeah. just creates a new band of assholes. And the fact that that they take the one Predator ship that we have at our disposal and just give it to this random army captain and his mates <laughs> to go and blow up a planet. Like I, I appreciate Ross putting in the effort to make a pitch when he's not able to be on the show, or is he? <laughs> but, yeah, no, just absolutely not. Andy's bringing Arnie back. I Honestly, I didn't even consider it, and I think that's a good move. Why he's Dutch Junior rather than just being Dutch, <laughs> considering that the original movie was set in the in the year it was made, it's like... It, he would be the... <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious... It is funny, but it doesn't make sense. Are you going to digitally de-age him? Is that the plan? Are you going to make him prime, no, Arnie? No, just, no, 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 no. No, just He's maybe if we now. shave him, it might take a couple of years <laughs> off. But yeah, I kind of just want that. Like, it's not the same character. He's a different character. That's the whole point. I mean, why? Just have him be him. He'd be the exact same like personalities as yeah, Dutch. But... But why? Like even more so. Just because? Because I didn't want it'd be like if you have Dutch now, you'd be like, well, where was he? Where's he been this whole time? If we have Junior, we basically be like, oh. Okay, his dad's dead, but he's now <laughs> made his way up in the last eight years of the war, uh, and, and he's, he's, he's leading the years fight. Old. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we'll shave him. We'll just make, make him an alternate ending right. where he's Dutch, Dutch comes out with the machine rather than the predator suit. <laughs> oh, oh, that must have been tossed around. The idea. Come on. I, I have to say mm. that your premise of doing a kind of uh, a trial by combat Hunger Games thing. I really like that. I genuinely <laughs> I like that um, as as a solution to this. I really, really do. But I'm I'm going to be plot hole man. Um, first tiny little niggle. He's he's corporal lieutenant, which corporal isn't lieutenant. an existing rank. Have you, have you googled it? Uh, I, I know. I oh, I, I, I I absolutely I didn't. know. That's probably my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you may have been going for lieutenant colonel, and that would one. make a lot more sense. But I'm still going to nitpick on you. Um, I. <laughs> The thing that I really struggle with is the Predators have have had the ability, like, the Predators are almost extinct, and now they abduct all the world leaders. So, A, why didn't they do this sooner? B, if they can abduct them, why didn't they just blow them up? Because they wanted to make this, they wanted to make this second movie. Obviously, they wanted no, the second the, the movie. The predators to happen, don't but, want to make a yeah. second movie. They want to win. No, they, this is the thing. If they can take out all the world leaders, then they'd be able to to invade the war. Because they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, your leaders have yeah. fallen." Yeah, exactly. No, I get mm. that. But like, why abduct them and let them fight if they can get a beam on them to abduct them? Why not fire a laser mm. on them and kill them? All right. Well, let's talk about <laughs> yours, shall we? Okay. Yes. Let's. <laughs> I got uh, the same problem I've got with with the first deflection. The, the predator, I, I I think yours is just lacking predators. Is my biggest problem. You've what? got human villains. You've got, got plankton in there for some reason. Human I mean, villains is this a predator movie or is this a plankton movie? movie? I mean, what's going on? Come on. 
Um, you're, I mean, you've got team building around the world for Act 2 with cool action scenes. I don't know what cool action scenes you could have. Is, is this like Fast chasing. and Furious when... They're being chasing. chased by by hybrid predator mercenaries. Yeah. Oh, and, they, well, and that's how the team comes together. No, I don't they know. don't just get fall, a team. Humanity continues to be shit and they have to do it all themselves. I Like, oh, global warming is the answer. Let's just make the, the planet uh, like less well, appealing. It, like, it, mm, I don't know. Less it appealing seem, to them and it save the world in the fucking process. It doesn't like, feel first... like a predator movie, which is the main thing. That's what I went for with mine is I wanted <sighs> to keep it in the predator. I wanted like a summer, a summer like blockbuster fun popcorn, but one you can just have a good time with, an easy plot to follow. I don't need to learn about plankton or fucking global warning or anything like that. Let me just the, give me Arnie, just give me some guns, give me some predators, the movie, and a, like a, a nice satisfying ending. But a little, little, little like, oh, what's this? Little the movie of... that we are sequelizing explicitly mm. says that this is happening because of global warming. You think that my movie, which has space marines fighting predators, for the majority for like, of the runtime, doesn't have no, enough predators. No, you're on Earth most of the time. No, you're in space. I said it you're, cuts you're in this back and forth between for a them. Bit. I, I literally what's it, what, said, "Wait, what's it doing? Why, why are you cutting back and forth? What's it doing? What's, what's happening to up in space?" To get the fucking action scenes that you said aren't fucking yeah, but why, there. There's no point. There's no story going up in space. Yes, so why there are we is. Just up They're there? trying to hold the predators off. They've expanded through the solar system to build defenses, and they are being overrun. I was thinking as I was doing the pitch, there could be a storyline. We could have one marine who gets a piece of technology from the Predators and is trying to outrun them and going between the different bases just ahead of them and stuff. And fine, I'll put that in if you want more that, reason that, that, to have to me, epic that sounds space like, battles on a moon like base with Predators Wars, um... and Colonial Marines. That sounds like the chase scene in the second Star Wars, The Last Jedi, where you're like, you're going up, and it's just like, oh, fight, fight and hold off, fight, fight and hold off, fight. There's nothing. You get, you know, there's nothing there. Mine is a true Predator sequel. It keeps the tradition, keeps the tone. What a true a nice Predator sequel in the tradition of most Predator sequels being shit. Yeah, yeah, because that's the whole point. It's a nice, it's a fun action movie. Mine's a fun want... action movie. It was just too complicated. And How is the it world. complicated? You have a fucking like turning plankton into superheroes or something. That's and pred- like, and, like I just I don't know I don't like the the like the predators going oh we we're, we're, we're allow these group of humans why I don't know are they special why are they special why are no, they the because they're ones? easily susceptible and turned to be like fucking spies and and I think anyone would be if the predator came and said listen do this for me I'll kill you okay boys okay all thank right, you right. so much all three of you. Um, you're pitching, you're debating, <laughs> Screw and you, everything Ross. else in between. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I got, ah, I kind of have flaws with all three of them. There are bits that I like about all three of them. <laughs> the winner, I hate to say, it may not be the winner because it's like, fuck me, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard. It's the one that I really enjoy the idea of. But Ross, the idea that you take that ship up there, you've got Discount Ryan Gosling, his son's got on board the ship. Great idea. Love that we're kind of tapping into that a bit. <laughs> Um, you've inserted your chase scene. I really appreciate that. Uh, Andy, the battle that I'm with Drew, the Predator Battle Royale idea is great. I feel like we could probably work on why uh, these people are there and the answer just because we wanted a movie doesn't really sit the best. Perhaps it's there because they respect them and there's they want a human trial versus the Predators and they can fight it out and see who wins. Drew, again, I there's a lot of aspects of it. The human-predator kind of hybriding thing, I love the idea of would question how they got it and things like that in the spaceshipy bit. Whilst Andy isn't a fan of it, done right, I can see it as quite visual and quite spectacle. Um, but which one wins? 
the I got to go with the for me the one that I feel I would enjoy watching with work with work <laughs> probably by taking the <laughs> ideas of the other two movies let's be honest if we mushed these three together we could probably make a fucking Hollywood blockbuster by the way hit us up uh, if you do want that blockbuster but the one that I'm going to go for this time <laughs> can't believe we're going to say it but I have to give it to Andy and the pred- it's the Predator Battle Royale yeah! and because Fuck ultimately me. then we're getting a classic Fuck Predator film me. look look look, look. It's oh, just Predators it, again yeah, well, we've already had the Predator is Predators hey it's Predators it's Hunger Games hey, it's hey, Truman hey, Show I've all the classics Truman Show and Hunger Games and that what shit what is this what I want to see in there nothing to do with the previous movie <laughs> Fan, fans of fans of Shane Black's work will not turn up and yes, there's they, only five of them, and his movies well, never make money. <laughs> to be to be fair, if I can say, I, I, I liked, liked a lot, a lot of, Drews. of Drews. I like um, a lot of Drews. Uh, yeah, it's what I normally do. I, I try like I try and attack things. I, I really like a lot like. of Drews too. That is a <laughs> like hum- There's a lot of yeah, them that work. But, yeah, I like the pl- the whole plankton reversing, uh, doing the whole series. Fucking love that it. That's this amazing. Predator movie was pretty <laughs> shit in some ways and wasn't deep enough to then suddenly kickstart into Jews. I feel like they're not even they they I don't know they just this Andy's felt a bit more encapsulating of the 2018 the, the Predator movie. Predator as well. Yours <laughs> it do- it does in the way that. You know, it's got the same tones, perhaps. I don't know. But it's the one that I just visualised most, and then I was just sat in a dome with some predators and some shitty world leaders. It's got the same tone, but none yeah. of the same characters. They all need work. Anyway, to move away from that, I think the decision is Fun made. Sake. This is why I don't get to be host very often, because it's always contentious. <laughs> tweeters. You know what, fuckers? If you're listening still, tweeters. What are you saying? Did I make the right choice? Probably not. Did I make the choice that sounds the most fun? I don't know. But it's the one that I made. And maybe I just need to sleep more. What about it? (laughs) Anyway, Andy Henry, this week's winner. Congratulations. What are we pitching next episode? Well done, Andy. Yeah, what are we pitching, Pitch? What are we pitching? We're getting, um, we're getting spooky. We're getting oh, yeah, into we're Halloween getting s- territory. Ooh, with one of the most scariest films ever <laughs> made. Ever made. <laughs> we, oh, no, we're not. We're doing Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. That'd be all right, then, I guess. <laughs> yay! Hocus Pocus, yay! Yeah. To be fair, no, I, I haven't watched that in so long. I remember not enjoying it a lot as a kid, so that's that's going to be interesting. Well, again, just ahead of the actual sequel coming out on Disney+. Plus. Amazing, guys. We're so, going to yes. have a great time. Mm. Let's see if who comes closest. We're going to have Very a great exciting. time with it. As always, thank you everyone for listening. If you're new to the podcast and liked what you heard, we now have over 50 episodes for you to feast upon. And if you think you have a pitch idea for the Predator more <laughs> gruesome and awesome, hit us up on our socials at Sequel Pitch. If you think these pitches are just too good to be ignored and you want to help us grow, then you can become a pitch pal by simply visiting our Patreon and donating at patreon.com forward slash Sequel Pitch. Thank you. For, at the time of our recording, we have three patrons. Thank you, M. Thank you, Jack. And thank you, Leonardo Dominguez in Brazil. You're a star. We've ripped the spine out of the Predator and replaced the genes of a yeah. sequel with our DNA yeah. to make it unstoppable. Next time, join us as Andy hosts Hocus Pocus. <laughs> but for now, 
Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.